Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the HR Means Business podcast. Today, I'm delighted to be able to welcome the Senior Vice President of Work Human, Derek Irvin, to the podcast to talk about something which is very much top of mind for most HR professionals at the moment, which is the link between well-being, engagement and recognition. Uh, Derek, thank you for joining the podcast. And why don't you tell us a little bit about your role at Work Human? Sure. Thank you, Mervyn, for, for the invitation. Um, a very important topic that we're, we're going to discuss, and I guess me personally, I've been working in this space of trying to make work be more human uh, for about the last 20 years. Uh, in fact, it's 22 years now that I think about it. Um, so I've been I've been working with some of the world's most admired organizations to help them to roll out initiatives that focus on the human in the workplace. Uh, because so many organizations... <clears throat> You know, we do loads and loads of work on the transactional side, but what's happening to in encourage people to feel they really are themselves, give them emotional strength, boost their wellness, which we're going to talk about in a moment. Um, so I've been in 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 various roles, as you can imagine, Mervyn, over those 22 years. I'm I'm there since the beginning of Work Human. Uh, yeah. There was four of us sitting around a table right in the early days. Uh, and today we're well over a thousand plus employees. Uh, so we've 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 grown considerably. Um, yeah. I've done all sorts of things, including writing three books on the topic, leading our consulting group, um, and today one of the key things that I love to do is to 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 speak uh, to yeah. HR leaders, business leaders about how they can do better in this space, which is important. Uh, the reason we're talking today is that uh, WorkHuman have just partnered with Gallup uh, to do um, a quite an important piece of research around well-being and engagement uh, in the workplace and the role mm. that recognition plays. Um, so uh, tell us a little bit about kind of how the research came about. Yeah, well, you know, when you think about the name Work Human, um, as I said, our focus is very much bringing the humanity into the workplace. So we, you know, we see it as a, a mission to understand what level are we at? What are the hot buttons? What are the issues today? Um, and, you know, that's why we partnered with Gallup, of course, who are a worldwide recognized authority on everything to do with uh, employee engagement uh, and, and HR issues. And, and, and it's something that we're, we're committed to continue to do um, over, over, the, over the, the, the coming years as well. And what we've discovered straight away, as most of you I know will, will feel because you're seeing it in your workplaces, is that there is a real culture decay happening. Uh, coming off the back of COVID, we went into COVID, you know, with strong enough levels of, of culture and that got us through COVID. But as a result of hybrid working, there's just a lot less opportunity for human connection in the workplace. Uh, there's all sorts of issues now kicking in around financial stress. What's going to happen? Are we having a recession? Interest rates going up? There's a lot of issues that uh, everybody is, is facing. Um, so we undertook this research to see where are we at? and also to identify some of the simple tools that can help workplaces to become more human and to help tackle those stresses that are out there. Definitely, and I think it's it's, it's an important time to do research uh, like this. Certainly, um, the research that I've seen coming through lately around well-being has shown that, that there is an issue uh, mm. with organizations. Employees don't feel particularly well supported. There, there was uh, some research in the UK I've seen recently where um, uh, people uh, were saying that, that, that almost two thirds of people said that that um, they needed a day or two off work because of their mental health, but but they 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 couldn't tell 
the company or their manager or leader what the reason was because yeah. they, they they felt they'd be judged. So they made an excuse. Um, yeah. And so things like that, I think it's important. And of course, one of the things that uh, you've looked at in the research is, is the importance of thanks mm. and just thanking people and the impact it has on a person's brain. I mean, could you tell me a little bit about that? Sure, absolutely. And and, and I suppose that the essence of, of that is the importance of human connection. You know, I mentioned a moment ago, we've come through COVID, we're working in a hybrid world. And it's a little bit of a, you know, you ask your kids, what, what do you want for dinner? Do you want, you know, salad or chips? And they'll always say chips. Um, you know, we're all very keen on hybrid working and flexible working and so on and so forth. But what's suffering as a consequence is human connection. And I feel there's a relationship there with the mental health issues uh, uh, spiking. Because one of the things that we discovered in the research is that only 25% of employees have a sense of connection with their company culture. Um, 25% saying, I very often feel burnt out. Um, and this, you know, I mean, obviously those are quite stressful, stressful figures. Um, uh, but we do have, as you said, Mervyn, some uh, remarkable insights about ways to address that. And it's what I've been doing for the past 22 years is helping people to have better human connection. Um, and one of the ways to do that, surprisingly, is thanks. Um, just thanking people has this amazing, you know, it's almost like a, uh, 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 it's almost like a, a human performance enhancer. Because when you thank somebody, it releases a hormone in your body. When you start to say, hey, Mervyn, you know, I want to thank you for displaying the company values. I want to thank you for the innovation, the insight you showed in that meeting. You might not have seen it, but the rest of the team were super impressed by what you did, Mervyn. It triggers something in our minds. There's actually serotonin and dopamine are released in our bodies. We almost get goosebumps when somebody spots us and starts to thank us. And what the research shows is that people that experience that feeling quite often, in other words, just being thanked in their workplace, they are way and above more likely to be doing better than the rest of their colleagues. Um, in fact, some of the statistics, I mean, we'll, we'll dig into more of the statistics in a moment, but yeah. one of the things that I'm amazed about, a headline figure, is you are 91% more likely to be thriving not only in work, but also in your life if you're somebody that says, I feel I get sufficiently recognized for the work that I do. I feel I get sufficiently thanked. So the difference can be huge, absolutely huge. Do you think that the leaders... Um... Are aware of this or do you think that that it's something that you know as, as, as through the research that you do that that we still need to educate particularly i suppose supervisors managers leaders uh directors in organizations yes i mean i think if you go and you ask any any business leader or hr leader they will all say that they fully agree they get this thanks is very important recognition is very important everybody will agree but the problem is, in fact, many will say, oh, I do lots of that. I write personal notes and make sure to give people a pat on the back. But the problem with all of that is that it's not scalable. And the problem with all of that, too, is that it tends to fall to the bottom of the to-do list. You know, so you you might not even offer a training on recognition. And people will say, oh, I'm definitely going to start doing that tomorrow. And then tomorrow arrives and there's budgets and there's planning and there's project milestones it falls to the bottom of the to-do list. So I'll do that the next day. I'll do, do that on the next day. So we just don't do it often enough. And in fact, only about 20% of employees say that they receive sufficient thanks for what they're doing. 20%. So that, that means there's 80% of people out there who say, 
people I, I don't feel actually seen. I've I'm, I'm paid, I get benefits, but 80% of people are saying I don't feel thanked often enough. And when you and now what is often enough? Uh, often enough can be as little as five to six times per year is a tipping point that we have found in our research. Five to six times per year is enough to create that sense of I'm sufficiently seen, I'm sufficiently thanked. And that in turn leads to the 91% more likely to be thriving in, in, in your life. We'll come back to the um the the you know the the hormones in a moment, because that's an, an interesting one. I was sharing with you before. Uh, I have four kids and uh, two two twins, two girls, two boys. Uh, and on Sunday mornings, one of the things I do, we always have scrambled eggs for whatever reason on Sunday morning. And it's me who cooks it. Cooks it. Now, the kids have been watching uh, the uh, Great British Bake Off, you know, a, a, a yes. cooking program. And they'll take the scrambled eggs and they'll go, oh, oh, the texture and the consistency and the presentation is, is you know. <laughs> but at the end of it all, they go, you know, today, 10, 10, 10. Big round of applause for, for daddy. And it makes my day. You know, I, <laughs> I feel different after, you know, I mean, I, I, we have to do the washing up, the preparation. <laughs> I feel different. It makes my day. It puts a step in my day. And you multiply that feeling in 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 thousands and thousands of thank you moments in organizations um and and it it has an effect it it changes our chemical feeling for that day and and that yeah. in turn just has so many positive benefits um I, I want to ask you about uh, hr's role in all of this but i suppose first as you're talking about uh, some of the findings and the research let's dig dig in a little bit deeper yes um and i know one of the areas you looked at which you touched on in the introduction is about this connectedness connectivity mm. um what what did you find about that yeah so human connectedness is vital uh, also let's call it friendship is 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 another aspect of that feeling that there's humans you can talk to as humans people that have got your back uh, people you can share your your good times and your your bad times with and what we discovered there is that uh, only one in three people feel that they have sufficient human connectedness in, in the workplace. Uh, so again, a huge majority that just don't feel that there's enough humans around them that they can have honest conversations with or, or be connected. But the good news, again, is that there's a solution to this. Uh, I, I like to talk about three powerful ways to create more human connection. We have a book on it, as you know, Mervyn, making work yeah. more human, uh, thanking, talking, and celebrating together. But those are three great levers for creating more human connection. And what we found in the research is that when you do more of that thanking, when people are feeling more connected as a result of thanking, they are seven times more likely to feel that they have meaningful connections in the workplace or to say that they feel they have a best friend at work. And I, and I think actually that's a really interesting topic, a best friend at work in this hybrid work world. Mm. You know, that's become more yeah. difficult. It's something we don't realize. How, how do you get your best friend at work when you're maybe not going into the office at all, or you're there two days a week? You know, it's, it's quite different. I, I think we're gonna see a suffering in the best friend index too. Is there any, because uh, obviously you might be going to the office, but on different days. So mm. is is there anything that you saw in the research about maybe uh, ways that, that 
that people are trying to, I suppose, overcome this. So keep in touch, maybe because they're not physically being with each other, seeing each other, were there ways in which they were still trying to maintain the connection? Yeah, you know, I think this is a is a great uh, debate uh, and we haven't got through, you know, the whole COVID and the, the hybrid working scenario yet. It's going to be well into 2023 before this settles down, I, I would imagine. You know, yeah. you, you, you're researching this a lot too, Mervyn. Mm. We're, we're not there yet. But what I see is a lot of organizations and indeed all of us, you know, workers as it were, saying, look, we got through it. We're successful. Productivity is high. Uh, what's the problem? <laughs> but it's I, I think I think the success has been on the transactional side. You yeah. know, the to do check boxes are checked, the cash is flowing, the the widgets are being produced. But that's not the world of work entirely. You know, it's mm. transactional and emotional need to yeah. work side by side. And I feel the, it's the emotional side that we haven't sufficiently addressed. Um, so what the research for sure shows is that if you double down intentionally in that emotional side, you can move the needle in your culture, you can boost the connectedness, you can change things. So my advice you know, to listeners and, and generally speaking is we're doing great on the transactional side, the business is taking over, but we need to be very, very intentional on boosting the emotional side. And that's where you know the power of thanking, talking authentically often, um, you know, which is yeah. about abandoning the annual performance review and instead having regular check-ins and then celebrating things together, celebrating yeah. life events, celebrating milestones. Those are three very powerful intentional moments just to boost that connectedness. Mm. A lot of this is to do with well-being, as I think I said earlier on. And the um, I think that the, the one that uh, most people pay attention to, I suppose, is mental well-being. But what we're talking about at the moment is things like emotional well-being, mm-hmm. um, and also I think one of the the most important um, well-being areas over the next couple of years, certainly, West, is going to be financial well-being. Mm. And when people feel their financial well-being is under threat, that obviously, you know, makes them feel uh, insecure in other areas. Um, what do you think, again, maybe looking with an HR lens from the research you've done, um, what do you feel HR can do to really support kind of well-being across a lot of areas, not just, you know, I said at the beginning, kind of people won't admit if it's mental well-being because they don't want to admit that to their employers. But uh, what can HR do is, I suppose, have those conversations, not but there's no fault, there's no blame, just just you know, to check yes. in how are people doing yes. and things. Yes. Well, you know, I mean, I look at our own organization even and I see all sorts of helplines. I see all sorts of employee resource groups. Um, I mean, these are really powerful, actually, especially the employee resource groups have been extremely successful for for many of our listeners. I'm sure they are, too. But but especially us, we've had great success just being able to talk with, you know, peers who are working on similar issues. Um, I think that's a very powerful way to, um, to, 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 to make people feel supported. But, you know, back to the, the, the core theme, of course, I'm a huge fan of, of thanks. Uh, and when I think of, of a recent recognition I've received um, from a colleague, you know, it began with um, Derek, you know, you won't have known, uh, but uh, I've really been struggling and suffering, you know, during, during the past month for all sorts of personal issues. I've just been you know, uh, several notches below where I would usually be. But I wanted to reach out to you to thank you uh, because at our recent check-in, you know, you you just, you saw me and you said some things to me that reminded me of the skills that I have, 
the contributions that I make. And I went home that day feeling seen. So, you know, I think with all the best will in the world, with all of the, you know, the 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 the, uh, the hotlines and, and, and so on and so forth, if people don't fundamentally seen, feel seen as humans, um, those things, they won't patch over, um, you know, the fundamental thing that's missing. Because when you make people feel seen, they feel emotionally stronger. We have this hormone release. I feel more positive. I have a pep in my step. As a consequence, that tends to make you physically better. Uh, believe it or not, when you feel like that, it, it research shows that you have less aches and pains, you sleep better, you're less likely to feel depressed, you're more likely to feel open to reaching out to people. Um, because if you're feeling good and seen, maybe you're more likely to join the employee resource group and be a contributor and want to help people. But if you're the opposite of that and you're feeling, I'm, I don't feel seen, I don't feel thanked, you know, I probably won't bother calling that hotline. I probably won't bother going to that employee resource group. It's creating virtuous circles versus vicious circles. Uh, and I'm a huge believer, uh, as you know, I mean, <laughs> um, it just, you know, the, the one of the easiest and simplest ways is to make sure people feel really seen to begin with. And mm -hmm. then they'll access all of these other services and facilities. That's an interesting point. When you were answering there, you mentioned sleep. And that's that's another thing that comes out across a number of surveys uh, is that people reporting that, that, that their, their sleep is is, mm. is is getting worse. Um, they're not sleeping as well. They're not sleeping as soundly. They're waking yeah. up two, three times in the night where they didn't used to. Um, and obviously, there are a number of reasons. You know, we've been through a global health pandemic. So there, there's there's been that side, I suppose. Um, but also, I think uh, the world of work is is feeling, in some respects, a little bit more insecure uh, at, the, at, the, at the moment, particularly, you know, you just look on a platform like LinkedIn almost every day. There's, there's people talking about layoffs and how they're not being done very well and things like that. Um, I think it's important that, you know, the, 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 the person, as you've said, is recognized. Uh, I know one of the things that, that came out in the research was very much about personal stories as well. Is that I mean? How would you say that 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 impacts? And again, uh, you know, uh, HR leaders in particular who are listening to this, how can they incorporate that? Yeah, uh, you know, it's I think authenticity and vulnerability are really important too in today's workplace. Uh, as you said, with with all of these demands going on, um, there's nothing more um, freeing as feeling that you're genuinely seen and you can talk like 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 a human being. So we we spoke about talking authentically, uh, which is is a huge booster to this too. You know, abandoning that annual performance review, making sure that you're checking in genuinely, not about the project, the milestone, because we've got Slack for that. We've got Asana, you know, for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Although clearly we need meetings about those things too. But where are the meetings to say, you know, where are you at? Um, what are the stresses? How can I help? Um, you know, the command and control leader is is well gone. It's about yeah. coaching, uh, life encouragement. It's about, you know, helping people see the skills that very often they forget they have. And I just, I'm a big, big believer in that, that, you know, to set aside that deliberate, intentional time to check in. I do it once a week with my teams. Uh, mm. But I think if it's every second week, uh, nothing longer than a month, uh, you can boost just that sense of I'm seen. I know for sure that I've got the same priorities as the person that I'm working with. And that helps reduce stress, makes people sleep better, 
Um, it's the virtuous circle that you create. Uh, the opposite of that, of that is so easy to create. I mean, we've all worked in environments, Mervyn, where, you know, it's all emails about the project. It's whirring headlines. It's nasty, snipey bites at, <laughs> at people for things they've done. Yes. You don't sleep. You're depressed about it. You don't want to go to work when the alarm goes off. Yeah. And you go in with a miserable face and you snipe. And you email miserable things to other people. It's so easy to create the nasty cycle. Yeah. And on the other hand, it's so easy to create the virtuous cycle. No, I get that. I get that. In 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 terms of the research, were there we're talking about the headline find findings? Were there other things uncovered that 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 you found quite interesting? Because sometimes, as you know, the piece of research we've got the data, we've got the stats. We've yes. got the key three or four points at the head. But was there anything kind of a little bit buried deeper that, that you found interesting? Well, I think I think one of the things that was revealing was how consistent this is across geographies. Um, you know, we, we conducted the research across 12 different countries, uh, uh, mainly European and North American. Um, but there was very little variation in terms of how disconnected people currently do feel. Uh, and equally, a high degree of correlation with let's do some of these simple things uh, and we can change the company culture. W one of the figures that really jumped out at me was the, the recency impact too, that uh, there's, a, there's a question about if you've been thanked in the previous day, how are you likely to feel? So it's back to the whole point we've been making. Yeah. And it was only people who've been thanked in the previous day, they were four times more likely um, to say that their organization cared about them and specifically cared about their well-being. So, I mean, how, as I said, we're talking about how easy is it to create a virtuous cycle? You thank somebody and the next day they're going to say four times more likely the company I work for cares about me. They care about my well-being. And that carries on for, you know, uh, it doesn't carry on for the whole year. No. You carry <laughs> back that six or, or so times throughout the year giving that reinforcement. Yeah, otherwise you've got to each day you've got to keep thanking everybody. So it it, yeah. it, it, it would then lose its meaning. So it, it has to, it obviously has to be tied to an action, an achievement, uh, uh exactly yeah, something. And, that, and that's one of the mo most common questions I very often get when I'm speaking on this is uh, it all sounds very nice. And if we it, don't don't you get an, uh, too much recognition happening, it becomes a game. You thank me, I thank you. And my response to the audience is, you know, hands up anybody who's ever experienced an overdose of recognition in a, in a job that they worked in. And, you know, it's super rare. I, I virtually never get even one hand going up. Um, so it's really difficult to overdo it. Uh, but you're absolutely right, Mervyn. The authenticity has to be there. If the authenticity falls away, there's problems. Uh, but but it's, it's a rare, rare problem to have. Mm. No, I get that. Um, so, I mean, I uh, you mentioned earlier about kind of things changing about, you know, we, we used to tell people what to do and we don't. And one of the expressions that I like to use is that we've kind of moved from um, an era of kind of management and direction to support and enablement. We don't mm. kind of manage people, we support them. We don't, kind of, you know, like performance management is not its performance enablement, we're supporting them. Um, yeah. And also, I think that uh, particularly in the corporate uh, sphere uh, people employees want want to feel cared for and supported uh, and this obviously is coming through I've noticed from some of the things you've said um, 
if you're as i said as i've said once or twice if you're an hr leader or an hr professional rather who, who's listening to this um where do you start how do you start if you're in an organization where you think you know what i wish my company was a bit more like that mm. um do you have any tips for how to get started on this journey yeah i mean it, it's a common phrase it starts at the top um, so for sure, gaining executive sponsorship is is, is vitally important. It, it's difficult to do it without it. Uh, although having said that, I think the you know traditional old school way of doing recognition and thanking people only relied on the top. You know, everything was decided by senior leadership. Um, fill out a form, nominate people. We'll have an Oscar award ceremony. Uh, and you tended to get, you know, the 5% elite would be recognized. That's not at all what we're talking about here in the in this whole sphere. Uh, what we're talking about is taking the pressure off the manager, actually, and having it be a peer-to-peer grassroots up movement. So if you're a HR leader, you know, this can actually be surprisingly easy because we know how to do this. We, we know how to do this in our personal lives. Like I said, my, my four young kids, they know how to celebrate me when I make scrumped scrum <laughs> eggs. It's, it's easy to say, thanks, daddy, and round of applause. We know how to do it in our personal lives. But we need to open up the permissions for all of our humans in our companies to do this to each other. Um, so my advice is, of course, get executive sponsorship uh, uh, where we're told possible. Otherwise, it, it's going to be difficult, more difficult, let's say. Uh, but then focus on creating that grassroots up. Focus on making it peer-to-peer, uh, taking away the bureaucracy of the form filling, the nomination. Uh, let it flow. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's you can build in all sorts of work controls, approvals, you know, so that there's a safety around what's happening. Uh, but that, in my experience, is the most liberating way to let thanks just spread and spread and spread. Thanks spreads like a virtuous um, uh, circle. It's contagious saying yeah. thank you to each other. Because when you feel good, when you feel thanked, you know, you're going around saying, I mean, the kids probably felt and they were right. They were putting me in a good position so that they could then later that day be requesting comics and Lego. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, everybody gets it. It makes yeah. us feel feel better. So the grassroots is, is one key advice for sure. OK, well, it's been great to talk to you, Derek. Uh, some lo- lots, lots of interesting insights there. Uh, next time I'm in the US, I'm expecting scrambled eggs. <laughs> um, just uh, while, just before we go, why don't you let people know how they can connect with you on kind of LinkedIn, Twitter and things like that? Yeah, well, I think probably the best um, spot, if you're interested in the research, first of all, is to go to workhuman.com. You'll find the research there, uh, our latest Gallup uh, wellness uh, uh, research, as well as a pile of other resources, um, uh, a whole uh, series of things. And then, as you mentioned, I'm on LinkedIn, Derek Irvine, uh, LinkedIn, you'll you'll, you'll find me easily enough. And um, it's a good way to track some of the latest news coming out of myself or, or WorkHuman. Sure. Derek, have a a great rest of the day. Um, And um, I will set up a hotline with your kids to find what the scrambled eggs are like next weekend. (laughs) Thank you for your time. Thank you, Mervyn. Thank you. Pleasure.